What does people plus food service plus conversation equal? The Food Service for Thought podcast. Produced by Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and hosted by Carrie Clements and Justin Oliveras, the bi-monthly podcast connects the food service industry through in-depth conversations with chefs, restaurant equipment suppliers, food service establishment owners, and so many others that make up our wonderful industry. If you like food, people, and great conversation, we think you will enjoy the Food Service for Thought podcast. Season three kickoff episode. Welcome back. It's crazy. It's been a nice break though, um, but because now I'm all excited again, especially since we've got we've got some new, lots of new, lots of new, lots of new. It's really cool to think about. A couple of years ago, you know, we were doing the first episode and couldn't get the microphones to work or stay bolted <laughs> to the uh, cardboard table that we had, and now here we are, episode three or season three. <laughs> Remember, remember me going, hey, does it hook into the white phone or the black phone? And you weren't in the same room. You didn't even know which phone I was talking about. Yeah, I was 500 miles away in Dallas. Yep. So to kick off season three, we're going to talk about the month of August. And specifically, all the different food-related national day ofs in the month of August. There's some good ones. Uh, and unfortunately, it kind of starts with a little bit of a wet blanket. August 1st is known as National Mustard Day. I mean, I like mustard, but I don't know if it needs a whole day. Maybe it could just be grouped into the condiment day or something. You want to talk yeah. about the giant step up we take on August 2nd? That Who's in charge of this? You know they're listening because everybody does. Tell us. <laughs> mustard Day on the 1st, Ice Cream Day on the 2nd. Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Ice Cream oh Sandwich gosh. Day. Oh, you go first, because Ice Cream Sandwich Day, I need to just, there's a lot of little memories popping in my little brain right now. Oh, for, for me too. I mean, as a kid, obviously you grow up with ice cream or whatever, but ice cream sandwiches always were something that was such a part of summer to me. And also, I associate that with theme parks, whether it's a water park or Six Flags or Disney World or something, I always associate ice cream sandwiches, like taking them out of the wrapping and just shoveling it into my mouth with great uh, ferocity. <laughs> okay. What about when there were some of that chocolate cake part that, that was on the wrapper or it stuck on your fingers? Like ice cream sandwiches are the Cheetos of ice cream. Sam- of ice cream. Oh, yeah. The goal is 100% like... yield. Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets left. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. And you can have August 3rd, truthfully. Well, okay, so I have mixed emotions. August 3rd is Watermelon Day, National Watermelon Day. And I love watermelon, uh, and I grew up eating it. My mom loves watermelon. Even our daughter loves watermelon. My problem with it is, even when you buy the small ones, uh, (laughs) I feel like you buy a watermelon, and now you're eating watermelon three meals a day for the next two weeks, and it just sort of dominates your life because there's no such thing as just an appropriate portion of watermelon that you can take home from the store. I mean, even the small ones are like the size of a football. 
and nowadays for sure we're all not congregating so you can't have the cookout watermelon where you at least had yes. a chance of that being consumed so you know what you need to do what y- you need to have more kids yeah, that ain't happening. Uh, but as a kid, I did believe wholeheartedly that if I swallowed a watermelon seed, that I was going to grow a watermelon in my stomach. Yeah. I still yeah. believe it. We should probably just go to August 4th. Now. August 4th. Carrie, you're up. Okay, National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. I love chocolate chip cookies. They're my favorite cookie by far. Chocolate chip cookies are medicine. Now, are you are you a chewy, a soft chewy chocolate chip, or do you mm. like the more of the Chips Ahoy that's a crispier, crunchier one? Oh, I do love Chips Ahoy dipped in in milk. I like crispy better. The chewy ones make my heart hurt a lot. Really? Okay. So when I so I'm from the mid upper Midwest, right, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin area, and for the longest time there was an airline that was based out of Milwaukee, and it was called I think Midway. Uh, airlines and they would give you as you walked on to the plane and again we're boarding in smaller airports going to like an o'hare or something they would give you warm chocolate chip cookies Mm. and they were warm and they were soft and like that was the greatest thing ever you know my little inner excited uh sugar kid is just dancing and i'm getting all excited as a kid to get this and so yeah that was something i used to look forward to all the time august 6th is one of my favorites back in the day as a kid in the drive-thru. You know what I'm talking about. National Root Beer Float Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is it is a glorious and wonderful thing because it's something that you can just totally love even if you don't like root beer. Why is that? I, well, I mean because it's got a scoop of ice cream in it and it's frothy. And it's your childhood, it's I your think, child- right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, everybody my, can close their eyes and you can imagine yourself, right? Too small, holding onto that giant mug with two hands and it's going to fall out of your hand. And the, the <laughs> scoop of ice cream is just bobbing up and down in the root beer float. Like, I want wait. you to take August 7th. International Beer Day. I, I want to tell you one time my husband and I were in, where were we in Montreal? Everywhere we went. C- quite the international beers. traveler, Carrie. I, I know. So, so international. I just, oh, wait, you're in North America. But... <laughs> Justin, don't be throwing shade on my beer experience because what it is is we went to all these different restaurants, you know, Italian restaurants. We're like just these little areas of town and there's lots of different restaurants. And so I made a list of the different beers that I had. And one of the guys that was on the trip with us made fun that because the first time I had PBR was, which is not an international beer. Was in Canada. <laughs> the story is amazing. You're jet setting to Montreal and you're drinking the luxurious I... <laughs> international beer known as PBR. August 8th. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Cannot wait for next week or two weeks from now. This is the National Sneak Some Zucchini on Your Neighbor's Porch Day. I swear to God. That's not a metaphor, right? That's No, no, that is... <laughs> That is not a metaphor. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm just going to the grocery store. I'm going to buy a couple pounds of zucchini and just sling it like a paper boy, you know, back in the 80s, delivering the Daily Bugle to your front door. So we'll see how that do goes. Do you know your neighbors? Because if you don't, this is a great way to get to know them. I don't really. One of our neighbors uh, just brought over a couple of weeks ago a bottle of wine and a nice thing, uh, welcome card to introduce themselves. Uh, so I don't know if the best way to repay that is to leave a... 
a bushel of zucchini on their front door, but hey, you never know. All right, we well, skip maybe a... Go ahead. You, do you, you combine the 8th with the 16th. Yeah. Maybe you do that. So we, we skip ahead a week to the 16th, and what do we got there, Carrie? You got rum day, and I feel like your neighbors are going to be okay with the zucchini and rum. Yeah. Rum, Justin, rum was not my, my favorite drink. Um, I don't know about you, but then I got a Blendtec blender. We we stocked those, BTW. BTW. And I got one uh, to make pina coladas. And I thought it was just like simple, get a pina colada mix. But then my husband said, no, you got to like legit get the pineapple and stuff. So did that. And turns out I like rum. That's good. Well, and I, I had a two-step process for me discovering how I felt about rum. The first step is I pour it down the drain, and the second step is I go get a bourbon. So that's where I fall on that. But you like the bottles. I do like the bottles. All right, we, okay. uh, we're we holding right. hands, and we're skipping down the sidewalk to the 18th, and that oh, is something gosh. I think we both can appreciate. That is National Fajita Day. Amen. Now, amen, except if you're the person oh, at oh. dinner, right, and you're at a group dinner, and you're the one who orders the fajitas, and you get 27 different plates that show up at your at your table, and you end up taking <laughs> up all of the other space on the table because you need to have the skillet that's on fire, and then you've got the little tortilla holder, you've got the rice, you've got everything separately. It's like, look, I get it. You want to prove to me that that's authentic, but can we just sort of uh, maybe repackage all this on one plate to make it a little more user-friendly? <laughs> So the fajitas, though, tell me if this is true, that you can tell them to not bring the steamy platter or not have the smoky platter or something. Yeah. Well, and I think it's actually written into the bylaws of the Texas Restaurant Association that if you serve fajitas, you have to uh, bring out a minimum of 25 plates, <laughs> which is interesting, but that's how it goes. Well, they're the wrong ones because you can hold the pico and the and the jalapenos. I want sour cream and cheese. Just <laughs> Give me double of those. So the 19th, I think we're probably on the same same plate. Get it? Ah. Same plate. <laughs> National Potato Day. What a versatile thing that is. And I consider that like, well, I, do, I don't anymore, but I used to think that was a, a, a potato was a vegetable. Like that counted as healthy eating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the potato needs to have its day in the sun like it needs to have some time on on a major news network bob costas doing the introduction the humble <laughs> potato second only to the egg and its versatility we could actually do a whole episode on potatoes oh for sure i mean you can just rat-a-tat-tat off 20 different forms of potatoes right now and you're not even what's your favorite it. oh french fries i mean first second and third yeah me too yeah. i do love french fries oh i don't know Au gratins. I'm making some Gruyere au gratin potatoes this week. That's on our menu. And I do like I do like an au gratin potato. My sister-in-law makes them with 64 pounds of butter and a potato. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the actual recipe from, uh, <laughs> from the French cookbook. 64 pounds of butter and one potato. Yeah, it's all right, very so good. To wash all that potato down... The 20th no. is National Lemonade Day. And I've got mixed emotions about lemonade. I'm not from the South, so I didn't grow up with, with tea or sweet tea or lemonade sitting on the porch when it's 110 out. I don't mind it, but it's never a go-to beverage. It's never quite as refreshing as it's supposed to be. No, it isn't. And it angers me 
And I'm so sorry if that's like the line in the sand that make people never listen to our podcast again. But it's not refreshing. It messes with your, it's no, it messes with your, your mouth. And it's, and I don't care. No, that's all. Mm-mm. All right. But I get why it's ahead of sponge cake day. Because sponge cake is like the lemonade of beverages. It is. Sponge cake is the lemonade of cakes. Uh, I think that's all we need to say on that. Yep. The 24th, we have an upgrade, though. We go to National Waffle Day. Okay. Now, I've always opted for pancakes over waffles. But if you give me a waffle in the shape of Mickey Mouse or the Death Star, I will be a happy person. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Here's why you cannot compare the two. Because they're different. <laughs> Good. <That's why. laughs> that is the now, kind of in-depth waffle. analysis from the food service industry that you're going to get here on the Food Service for Thought podcast. <laughs> okay, here, here's what you need to know about the waffle. The waffle is, is a little brilliant delivery method in which one can store melted butter and syrup in exact ratios. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah, I will give you that. I will give you that. Thank you. Okay. And they, and it can maintain its its uh, crunchy integrity or whatever. Yes. Texture. Textural yes. integrity. That's right. Pancakes, if you mess up, if you got like that butter in the middle, you really almost need to start there. Yes. Because it's just going to become bleh. So, National Waffle Day. What do we got for yeah. the 25th? I mean, I know we don't like ice cream, but... <laughs> This is the best ice cream dessert next to a hot fudge sundae for grown-ups because you're getting such variety. You have three kinds of ice cream unless you just want all the same kind of – that's not a banana split. I mean technically you have to have three kinds of ice cream, right? Yeah. You have to have yep. chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry three with kinds. bananas, yep. cherries, whipped cream, and is it nuts or pecans, or does it matter? I'm going to um, say pecans. It's, yeah, one of them. Yeah, we're in Texas. Might as well say pecans. Yeah. <clears throat> or as I used to call them when I lived in the Midwest, pecans. Pecans. Yep. Yep. That's wrong. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm up in the, I'm split on the banana split. Uh, <laughs> while it is tasty, it I feel like it ends up morphing very quickly into just sort of a blob of textureless sugar. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but I would rather back off the decadence and go for something that has a little bit more variety per bite. Like what? Well, so like, this is going to sound really simple and humble, but like to me, a a great uh, waffle cone with a couple scoops of ice cream in it is awesome, right? Regular ice cream cones, they're fine, but the cone doesn't really have any flavor. But a nice big waffle cone or even a sugar cone with a scoop or two of ice cream, now I'm getting a little... A little variety here. I I I think. Um, oh, where is it that has this? Um, oh, Culver's. Their custard it has. Oh, I don't know. Sonic has Sonic. Gosh, there's so many. So let's let's not call anybody out. They're all great. But I do love a turtle kind of hot fudge turtle. You know the caramel. Oh yeah, the yeah. Pecans. The the small roasted pecan salted. That's my favorite ice cream. The banana split. Is if somebody says you want to share a banana split, I don't want to hurt their feelings, so I'm going to share a banana split. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Now, the 28th, this will be as the kids are off in the corner eating the banana split, mom and dad will be sitting on the on the couch uh, with the bottle up in the air. National Red Wine Day. And yeah. I love red wine. I didn't always, but I do now. 
My go-to is always a really nice Pinot Noir, uh, but basically any red wine is good red wine. Yeah, I'm with you. I like most red wines, most of them. I prefer kind of a heavier red wine, I guess, than super fruity, but I don't drink red wine. I don't drink wine um, unless that's all there is. Red wine does not like Cary Clements. And the next morning when you wake up and you're hungover from all the red wine... <laughs> That you drank and all of the sugar that you've consumed with the banana split, August 31st got you covered with National Trail Mix Day. If you haven't consumed enough calories from the wine, the banana split, the waffle, the sponge cake, the lemonade, and your potatoes au gratin, it's okay. We got you covered with some of the most calorie-dense foods per bite in trail mix with seeds, nuts, raisins, other dried fruit, the little sesame sticks, whatever else you got. But I love, I love trail mix. I, I do too. There, there are a couple places that have so many good mixtures of them. H-E-B has their bulk. Uh, Bucky's has them. Uh, Woody's. These are two places that, that we traverse when we used to traverse. Yep. Um, on I-45, north or southbound. I, I always thought that it was super healthy. Um, as a kid, I'm like, eh. I think clearly that's not a thing, but that's what kept me from having it until I was an adult. And I was like, Hey, this one has M&Ms in it. Yep. <laughs> that, that was my first clue. Yeah. And I um, feel like now, like I know Target has one of them where it's like, yeah, it's got the oh, M&Ms and all this other stuff. It's like, that's yes. not trail mix. You literally just took all the leftover stuff in the factory and dumped it into a giant <laughs> vat and stirred it. Uh, but they did a good job. But they did do a good job, yeah. So that's <laughs> so that's it. So that wraps up all of the National Day of's food-related in the month of August. So pretty good one. I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised because the month of September brings the thunder. So I'm I'm willing to go all in now, having a sneak peek ahead of the ahead of the curve here. That next month, September's, uh, I will put push all of my chips into the center of the table and bet September is the best month of the year. So we're going to have to rate then at the at the end of this, which I guess would be August 2021 or July 2021, what our favorite one, because we'll need a whole year of it, right? Yeah. So we'll have to say what was our favorite food month. And are we under obligation to to try something? Like is this the Julie, Julie and Julia kind of deal where we try each one i think or, we need to try I some mean, of them yeah you know I, i'll I, let you handle mustard uh i'll, I'll do mustard <laughs> and but i think we can definitely celebrate a few things <clears throat> with uh with some of the stuff and that might might even give us a chance to get out of the house a little bit even if it's socially distanced and in our cars but at least get us a, a, a fresh view of something besides our own living room okay i say we do it well, right. we'll we'll figure it out offline and and we'll we'll share with we'll share with the team afterwards i like it so there we go folks thank you for supporting us for the first two seasons we are super excited to kick off season three with a bang and in two weeks we will have a guest interview so you will not want to miss that please follow us on social media we have our Instagram account. Carrie, what is that Food Service for Thought Instagram handle? Food Service for Thought. Thank you. It is at Food Service for Thought. <laughs> at Food Service for Thought. So please check us out. It, it, we'll continue to post so on, on LinkedIn and uh, Facebook as well. But please give us, a, give us a check. And if you have a chance, go give us a review. Give us a thumbs up. We really appreciate all the support. So Carrie, thank you for, for making me hungry here right before we go have lunch. And we will see you guys in two weeks with another episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody.
Thank you for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And a big shout out to Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and everyone on the team for producing the first ever food service rep-driven podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, and go eat out at your local restaurant or grab some takeout or delivery, even if you are just in the mood for some apps or dessert. Every bite helps.